Hi, I'm Melissa. And I'm Ethan. Welcome to We Think It's Cool. Oh my gosh, Ethan. What's up? I just started my summer like classes. My first one. What? You already sound dead, though. <laughs> yeah, I, um, you know, feelings of burnout. Like, when I'm you start aware. to feel really yeah. fucking burnt out. Yeah. Um, I think I was getting there after the previous semester, and now I'm just like, wow, I had that one-week break. I was vibing, and life was great. Life was good. Life was amazing. And now I'm like, oh, hi. <laughs> hey, yeah. Back. Didn't you uh, just finish up? I had my last final yesterday. How are you feeling? I don't feel relaxed yet, but I feel like (laughs) (laughs) I feel like I'll be wound down and into the relaxation mood by the time my summer classes start in a week and a half. So I think we're in really good shape. That's good. I mean, like, (laughs) honestly, I spent my whole week I had off just rotting. I literally I didn't even really read any books. I was really surprised. I had some, like, you know how you have, like, a break and you plan how you're going to spend it and then you never spend it the way you planned? Yeah. But, like, that can be a good or a bad thing. I mean, for me, it was a good thing. I had a great time with how I spent my week. But <laughs> um, but it was not as planned. Because I remember I was like, I'm going to take the biggest fucking nap of my life, you know, right after I finish. I didn't do that. Um, I was like i'm gonna play tons of like wizard 101 didn't really do that either (laughs) i honestly just think part of my body left and it's now come back and now it's looking at all my homework that i have which isn't hard but very busy work and part of me just cries (laughs) i hate busy work that's just oh my gosh i uh i hate it too I think I've decided I'm going to reward myself by cleaning (laughs) the things that I've been neglecting. Isn't that crazy, though? Because I feel the same way. I finished, and I was like, I just want to clean things up. Like, it's... I never... I hate cleaning. And for some reason, I was like, I want to clean my bathroom. I want to clean my shower. (laughs) Like, I just... I'm like, I want to deep clean all these things. And I'm like, whoa, what has happened to me? I love the idea of clean. The idea of cleaning is less glamorous, but it needs to happen. And uh, there's so do much. Do you stress like... clean? Yeah, sometimes. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I do. Too. <laughs> <laughs> I I caught myself yesterday. I was trying to do my homework, and I was trying to find like you know how when you want to procrastinate, your brain will focus on literally anything else. No, you I don't, don't get procrastinate. that. Procrastinate. <laughs> Oh, it must be really fucking nice. No, I've told you why I don't (laughs) procrastinate. Because the idea of getting things done close to the due date is way more anxious than the stress I get from the amount of work that I have to do. So I have as soon as I get an assignment, it has to be done. I can't even, like, finish the assignment, though, right? Like, my assignment that's due, I have to do it three separate days. I can't just finish it and be done with it. I wish I could. I mean, I technically (laughs) could, I guess. But, like... She wouldn't be very happy. Um, so that's something I'm going to work on after the podcast today. But, like, to me, I'm like, wow. You know, I just want to... Uh, I was just finding every excuse to not do that assignment. I was like, oh, are you okay? 
It came back. The sneeze came back. Please go on. Please go on. <laughs> okay. I I was like, oh, I need to clean the litter box, which I did. I need to, oh, give my cats water. Oh, it's dinner time for my cats. I need to feed my cats. <laughs> <laughs> and then there was like, oh, I need to fix my bed. Or, oh, I should clean my desk. Like, literally anything to not do this assignment. <laughs> I was just like, wow, I'm really in some type of way. I, I do understand because in the past when I did procrastinate a lot that is fair. I did do that. I just don't much anymore because it really stresses me out. Yeah. And that's a good place to be honestly. Like it, ah. it should stress you out a little bit. Cause it's you get an shit okay done. place to go to be. To yeah, reside. At least you're getting shit done. <laughs> I do get shit done. Yeah. For now. Let's hope it continues. And then there's me who's just crying because it's due and I have like three hours to do it and I'm like rushing to get it done but sometimes i feel like i work well under pressure but that's what every procrastinator says we always say we work well under <laughs> you pressure. get it into your head that this, yeah this is the time i work so well under pressure <laughs> you don't work at any other point oh i'm just kidding oh <laughs> um do you have anything else you want to say How no you- i'm so excited for this episode I know, I know you're so excited. I just wanted to make sure. Um, so, Ethan, what do you think is cool? I have been waiting for over a year for this. <laughs> I think the Enneagram is cool. Oh my oh gosh. My I, gosh. <laughs> I have been on a Enneagram research journey since um, late March of 2021. And here we are in May 2022. Mm-hmm. So it has been an on and off kind of thing where I genuinely do. There's so much to know about this topic. And I'll tell you what right. it is in just a second. But I genuinely do know a whole lot. So some of this is from my own research. Like compi- I don't have sources for everything because I have read so much that it yeah. is just in my brain now. Um, <laughs> I'm not a certified Enneagram teacher or coach. Although at this point, I was just talking to you about this like yesterday or something. I might as well be. I feel like I should just take the training, learn everything that I can. Because I know I have a good foundation at this point. But um, I'll tell you what it is and then I'll tell you where some of my sources are. So it's a personality typing system. Kind of like Myers-Briggs kind of thing. It's just my favorite one. And it's the one that (sighs) I literally think about probably daily. And yeah. actually apply to relationships and how I understand people. And I think it's actually a genuinely very helpful tool in understanding other people as well as yourself. Um, and I know that you know some because I literally talk about it all the time. Yeah. <laughs> and I had you and some other friends like take it. So I just, um, I'll, I'll get your thoughts in a second on it, but I just think it's actually a genuinely very helpful tool. I actually put some faith in it, and I do think that it's very good and, and really tells some things about um, why people are the way they, they are. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'll get to my thoughts on it in a second, but in your, I guess, sort of limited experience with it, um, mm-hmm. what do you think of it? Like, do you do you like it? Do you think it's helpful? I, I do. I think it's really interesting. I think it kind of... In comparison to like Myers Briggs, for example, or um, any other really personal personality typing um, system, I think Enneagram kind of focuses more on like what drives you to do the yeah. things you do. Yeah. And I think that is an interesting system because, like, obviously we all have like very, I don't want to say similar, but like similar to the type presented, 
that we represent as well we have like similar ways and similar things that drive us so i think the way it categorizes people isn't as like i don't know like i feel like the myers-briggs your like personality changes as you get older it's not as flimsy it's more of yeah. I, I don't want to call it rigid but it's more solid i think right because um, what drives you normally stays the same yeah your enneagram type throughout your life for those who do not know it does not change myers-briggs that, that can change enneagram does yeah. not change if you find yourself in kind of identifying with one and then later on with a different one pay attention to how you were feeling in your life at those points in time because mm-hmm. one is your like actual type um and I do think it's really cool because it's all about why you do the things you do, the motivations. So it's not always going, it's not like going to predict exactly how someone acts. And mm-hmm. I don't think that's realistic to expect humans no. to be able to be categorized and predicted to a, to a T. But it's right. saying why people do, at least the majority of the time, why they do the things they do. And why I think it's a really helpful, like, I guess, empathy tool. Like if I understand why people are doing the things they do. I can help them with that or I can understand it and not get as frustrated when it goes against something I do because right. I know that they were trying to do this maybe for me or to protect themselves or something like that. Um, so I want to talk about the history of it because it's, it's kind mm-hmm. of interesting, um, partially because it's actually very murky <laughs> and we okay. don't have a, we can't really, don't have like a pinpoint and a good chunk of what I have on the history came from EnneagramInstitute.com. Um, I also have some information from Truity, a couple other, like, um, personality and, like, life kind of thing, magazine, like, Life Goals magazine, and then some from, uh, there was a bunch of, there was probably, not a bunch, like, three or four different Enneagram books that I've read, and can only remember the title of one, which was The Road Back to You by Suzanne Stabile and Mm -hmm. Ian Morgan Cron. We'll go with that. Um, Okay! So... Yeah, like I said, I've literally been passively doing research on this for over a year. <laughs> I love yeah. this shit. I love it. And there is so much to talk about for this personality typing system. So, um, this is kind of an intro. <laughs> yeah, I would say I would say this would probably be a multi-parter. Yeah, I would love to do more parts on this if anyone is interested. I adore this so much. Right. I mean, that's a good, like, thing if you adore it. Like, I think it's interesting. So I'm, like, here and I'm vibing and I'm here Woo! to listen and learn. I don't know too much about it. Um, I know my type. I know your type. I know a few others. I know... Oh! Did you want to tell them, like, the thing you're doing? Yeah. So I thought it would be interesting to take a look at... Because astrology's fun. But astrology is fun. I don't think I can put that much faith in it. Um, <laughs> I think it's very flimsy and yeah. very subjective, but I do like the Enneagram. So for my own kind of personal test or experiment, I wanted to see if there's any correlation between uh, sun signs, so your main mm-hmm. uh, um, astrological sign, and your Enneagram type. So I've been setting, putting a little spreadsheet together of people's signs and types and when I have enough of that, I can maybe take a look at the data and probably not publish it anywhere because it's not like a proper <laughs> setup. But at least I know how to do the math and regression and I can kind of look at it and see, like, is there a real correlation here? And what is that about? Is there is it? So I think that we've that been is collecting. We've been like getting some people to do it. I think it's interesting mm-hmm. as well. Um, that could be like, something we could put on our Instagram and Twitter when we actually 
start using it again, which should be this weekend <laughs> because Hopefully. my classes are done. Um, that would be really cool, though. But yeah, the, yeah. the history of the Enneagram. So the word Ennea just means nine, and gram is like a picture or a drawing. Um, mm-hmm. That's the, the basic, like, Merriam-Webster definition. So it just means, like, nine drawing, nine gram. And then the symbol for an Enneagram <laughs> is just, like, it's nine points with, like, lines connecting them that I'm not going to talk mm-hmm. about today, but there's a reason why the lines connect to different ones. I swear, okay. I look like that that meme where the guy's like a conspiracy theorist with the strings on the cl- like um, bulletin you board did. and like like <laughs> pointing to all the lines and stuff. That's me when I talk about Enneagram. It is. No, it really is. I know how much you love this. <laughs> I really and do. Guys, like I'm telling you, he Ethan loves this so fucking much. He does. Like, oh my goodness, we I swear we talk about it pr- multiple times in a week. <laughs> yeah, we do. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I think it gets brought into our conversations like way more than one might think. <laughs> yeah, I, I yeah, I love it. So, yeah, that's what the system is called because the symbol is basically an enneagram. Um, mm-hmm. The origins themselves are a little murky. Um, in more like ancient Western civilization, there was an idea of the nine divine forms. Um, mm. By the way, there are nine enneagram types. Um, right. That's why it's a nine-sided drawing picture diagram um (laughs) plato talked about the nine divine forms and the most as like the most essential aspects of being human being us and i thought that was like really cute and really beautiful because every one of the Mm -hmm. types is needed and valued like everyone has their place no matter what you are you're necessary if plato's advocating for it i mean hey (laughs) (laughs) so i mean yeah like each each type is important and if you have a common or uncommon type, stubborn or easygoing, I think it's just, it's that way for a reason, because we needed that to get to where we are as a race mm-hmm. today, as, like, evolution or whatever you want to believe controls evolution, if you're into that. It's, <laughs> it's what it, That's up to you. But, like, right. we got here through a certain path right. and evolved this way. We were selected, and so everyone's important. Like, that's... yeah. Um, I like that. That's cute. Yeah. So the more modern system really only came about in the 1960s from um, a South American man named Oscar Ikaizo. Ikaizo? <laughs> Oscar. His name is Oscar. Oscar. Um, yeah. <laughs> he, um, he took influence from more mystical, like, um, sects of... Sects, not sex. Sects <laughs> of... With Jude- CTS. <laughs> yeah, CTS. <laughs> Of Judaism, Christianity, Islam, Taoism, Buddhism, and ancient Greek philosophy. Oh, shit. Um, That's what Enneagram Institute said, at least. Uh, And they all had their own systems and beliefs, and Mm -hmm. there was a lot of common threads between them. So Oscar was like, well, look at this. They're, like, kind of... Yeah. They have these similar aspects. So he flumped them together and made the Enneagram system. That's a lot to study, I just want to oh, say. Yeah. Like, that yeah. is a lot of, like, religion and whatnot to study and, like, decide, huh, there's these similarities between these. Let's just kind of mishmash everything together and make something even better. Yeah, it is a lot, and I'm so proud of him and so happy that he did that. Because I get to Oscar. freak out he about stands. it now. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> so it was created to help people understand their relationship between their quote-unquote essence, as they like, call it, and their ego or personality. Mm, so okay. basically, like I'll, I'll kind of get into that a little bit more, but basically it was made to help people understand themselves, why we act the way they do, how to best serve the world and themselves with what they have. 
Mm -hmm. Um, So I'm going to take a quote from Oscar, actually. There's, like, a whole long... I saw there's, like, a a book of, like, conversations with Oscar Icazo. Icazo, um, And it was so, so expensive. Otherwise, I probably (laughs) would have entertained buying it. But this quote was from him. Okay. We have to distinguish between a man as he is in essence. Let's let's pretend that they're not just masculine pronouns but we, we yeah. have to distinguish between a man at man as he is in essence and as he is an ego or personality in essence every person is perfect fearless and in a loving unity with the entire cosmos there is no conflict within the person between head heart and stomach or between the person and others then something happens the ego begins to develop karma accumulates there is a transition from objectivity to subjectivity man falls from essence into personality hmm So essence is like, you know, just your, more of your, who you are without the effects of the world in your life and like. It's kind of like your soul. Your soul, your truest part really. Yeah. And personality and ego is what happens when you get thrown into the world and you're trying to deal with that. Okay. So it's trying, the Enneagram is about connecting those two and figuring out what you are, why you are, which I love. And I like the of, idea of that. Yeah, I, it's so cool, so powerful, <laughs> so beautiful. Um, that's, I think, partially why I like it, because it helps people understand themselves on a level that I at least haven't had the same amount of success with for other personality types. And maybe even more, pro- probably more importantly for me, I, it helps me understand other people very well. Um, and I, this really, like isn't an exaggeration when I say, like, there's people who I had rocky relationships with who still mean mm-hmm. a lot to me in my life, and then learning more about the Enneagram and understanding their type and my type, I have a lot more tolerance for that conflict now. Right. And understanding why they act a certain way, even if it pisses me off, now that I can see sometimes why they're doing it, it's like, oh, that's actually an act of, like, caring um, yeah. In, in, in a way. It's still frustrating, but with that understanding and empathy, it it's it's really powerful to me. I um, think, like, also it could really help you, like, understand, like, who... how When you communicate with someone or um, when you develop and foster a relationship with someone, whether it's romantic or platonic, I think it can really um, help understand by understanding what drives them like when you get into an argument or disagreement or when you know there's a miscommunication or something like that um i think it allows you to have like a better understanding Mm -hmm. in a way of like why this happened and why this occurred and like what you can potentially do to prevent it um i mean arguments are never fun everyone hates an argument but yeah, no, Unless you I like mean, to fight. Yeah, <laughs> like one of the types. Like um, one, yeah. That's a stereotype of one. I'll get to, like, stereotypes and stuff, because they can be a little bit silly, especially the ones for my type. But, yeah, mm-hmm. um, yeah, even in those, just communicating communicating and, and or conflict with uh, friends mm-hmm. or, or coworkers, even if you know their type or something, seeing people bring it into, like, the workplace and understand that better, too, which I think is awesome. Um, right. But... Like, you, you just learn how to 
better serve yourself in the world, like I said before. So if I have, yeah. like, I'll, I'll get to this in a second, but I have, like, a two friend or something. I have a, a few mm-hmm. of them, and I know that I'm talking with them or they're having a rough time, and I want to make sure that they feel loved. That's, like, right. they, so you have, you just want to make sure that you know that they're appreciated. And most of these things are good for everyone, <laughs> Right. But, like, it just, it has a special place to them. Like, like, there's certain things that are almost universally nice to hear. Like, oh, girl, yeah. you look cute today. That's nice. That's great. It's awesome. Yeah. But when I would you love s- to hear that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, like, when you tell someone, like, I don't know, like, I'm so proud of you and for everything that you've done and you should be so, like, I'm, I'm so thankful for the things that you do and I'm, I'm just in awe of how incredible achievements you've made like a Mm -hmm. three will eat that up more more than so than a a different one Um, right i was gonna say not everyone wants to hear how fucking proud you are of them some people yeah some people if you say that you're proud of them you'd be like what you you didn't do shit (laughs) right you're proud oh my god i know sometimes i'm like i like to tell people i'm proud of them because i'm always like oh i want someone to know like someone's proud of them and like someone's proud of what they did like I love when people tell me they're proud of me because it makes me feel good but I I never think fully like some people just don't care to hear that <laughs> no I mean yeah some people don't need to hear that um they're like yeah I know I did something good <laughs> yeah, like and you should be but or right. like, they just don't it's not as like the the love isn't as important maybe to some people and also mm-hmm. I want to say like the Enneagram, I don't think, ever claims that everyone of one type is going to act similarly. That's yeah. something cool. Like, you could have some of the traits and some of the other ones. So if something's not fitting, that's okay. And uh, mm-hmm. we all kind of... All of them have similarities and differences with other types. All are important and valuable. And you... I, I mean... There's something else Humans are complex. Yeah, we're very complicated, and it's not going to... You are I not don't a think cookie you can cutter. Fit, <laughs> like, yeah, you can't fit all our complexities into, like, one type I, or, no. or, like, one particular subset. I think no matter what personality thing you're doing, there's always going to be, like, parts that resonate and parts that don't. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I even with Enneagram, there's some things I'm like, uh, yeah, uh-huh. And then I'm like, uh, I don't know about that one, but okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean, a lot of it's based on sort of, like, experience of a lot of people who are of that similar type and saying what mm. they do and people observing different things, but it's not going to completely match up. The more I agree with most of it. Yeah, yeah. A lot of it's really, it's been more spot on than, like, any other system that I've seen, which is right. partially why I put more faith in it. But it's not going to be exact, and like I said, it's not going to predict you and... Um, oh my gosh, lost my train of thought. There was an important one there. <laughs> I don't know. Um, so as I've said before, you have one type. It's not going to change throughout your life. And right. it's also important, even if you have a good understanding of the Enneagram, I don't, you shouldn't diagnose, quote-unquote, someone else with a certain <gasps> <Yeah>. type. Um, <laughs> the whole journey and self-discovery in it is is personal. And it's it's cool. Like, if you want to keep it internal and say, like, what you think like someone is cool but don't force that on someone let them figure that out and then you can talk about it after wait before we push forward can i ask a question yeah before you knew my type i know we said obviously ethan knows my type now what type did you think i was i said to my therapist before uh-huh. you took it she's absolutely a six <laughs> really I'm like i said i'm like very i'm like almost positive she is a six yeah 
It was not hard. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Wait, was there like any one particular thing to you that was like, yeah, that makes her a six? Um, like, can you think of anything off the top of your head? No pressure. Sorry. <laughs> the thing is, when I was in that treatment program, there were my therapist for one was a six. There were also yeah. two or three other clients there that were sixes. Um, right. So I could observe it and see the similarities and the kind of no offense um <laughs> slight paranoia or ang- anxiety along with the extreme loyalty and like this fierce like protective kind of thing um yeah. of like your bonds and stuff that mm-hmm. it just as well as the wings which i'm not going to talk about today wings because there's already yeah. so much to talk about but and i it was just and i also just my type tends to, I think, get along with sixes, and I, mm-hmm. I, she also, my therapist thought that I was a six when she first met me, which oh, really? I can totally see. <laughs> I can totally see it, too. Um, but, yeah, no, it just didn't, none of the other ones made enough sense. Like, it was just such a good fit for you, in my book. And so you weren't, I'm glad you weren't fucking quaking when you found out. No, You're no, like, I was yeah, like, yeah, duh, obviously, <laughs> <laughs> we know. No, um, no, I didn't take any offense to the paranoia, anxiety thing. I feel like that's such a big key thing. I know you're going to talk about it, but I feel like with sixes, I feel like they, anxiety is such like a related term to sixes. Yeah. They just are like this buzzing. We're anxious kind of. fucking beans. Yeah. 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 <laughs> All right, sorry. No, <laughs> I was you're just good. Curious. No, I love that question, especially because I got it right. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, just because you're one type doesn't mean you're not going to have qualities of others. Like, we all kind of have the ability to tap into these other things. Yeah. Like, you know, we just have to choose it. We have the power to be whatever we want. Um, it just helps us understand why we act the way we do, not what we do. And mm-hmm. I know I've said that like four times now, but I just want to really reiterate that and make sure that we know. Um, so there's many more intricacies. There's things where people, the types move to in stress and in um, more secure, lo- like, kind of states of being. There's wings mm-hmm. on either side. There's how they act in relationships. There's triads. We're not going to do any of that. It's just <laughs> too much. There's so much. So what I'm going to do is talk about each type at a very basic level. Mm-hmm. Um, their general traits, their average traits as listed by like Enneagram Institute and Truity um however looking over those it feels like their average is more like someone who has literally done no work on themselves and this is their basic state of being which I don't think most people are to be honest so for some of them it's really brutal (laughs) I'd say like a lot of people are like consistently like I mean I don't want to say a lot of people and that's not necessarily true but most people are wanting to consistently improve themselves and be a better version of themselves, in my I, opinion. I think so, yeah. So the average is, like, if you have not done anything to try and self-improve or understand yourself, it's more likely in that zone. So most of the people that I know personally are at a more healthier level, but there are a lot of different <laughs> levels and so much to talk about that I'm just going to stick with the average. Okay. Um, and I'm also listing... Um, this one was from one of the magazines, so like Life Goals magazine, some of like, and then I think there's some of like my own opinions of what I kind of envision these types as in careers, like what careers are good for them. Please don't think that that's me telling you what job you would be good at or not good at. <laughs> it's just to right. help you get an idea of like the type. It help you. Like, the, yeah, it, it could help you. It's more so just to give you an idea of the type of personality that we're talking about or what they're kind of mm-hmm. 
decent act. Um, and then I also have, um, some famous examples of these types. Three are real, three are fantasy characters. Woo! And then, um, I have a growth recommendation that has, there's, like, a lot of these sites, Trudy, Enneagram, and Stu, in the books that I've read, um, Mm -hmm. have a lot of their different, like, growth recommendations or advice for each type, and there's a lot listed, and I kind of took some that I felt were general enough that literally could apply to everyone that just, like, it's just good for anyone if you're kind of in the situation. Right. Excuse me. Um, but the one that I thought that was like my own thing that I'm super not qualified to give, but they're advice that I feel comfortable giving because they're just good. (laughs) They're just helpful things. That's fair. Um, so, and take the test if you're curious on like true. Oh my God. Yeah. It's so much, it's, it's fun. And the results are best when you actually understand your motivations and have kind of done a little, um, analytics into that and if you get your results and you're like this does not fit me at all it's really wrong and you're very confident that you understand your emotions it's probably not right (laughs) right um so are you ready to get into types yes i'm excited (sighs) okay type one okay the reformer or the perfectionist so their (sighs) main desire is being good having good Mm -hmm. values being in the right doing the right thing it's all about like it's like a hero kind of a little bit like some people have yeah. said like captain america is kind of that's a, what a i was about to say <laughs> people have also said thanos is um mm, okay it's, it's just that like i don't want to say that they're all like dogmatic but they know like it's the right thing the right thing to do mm. and they, they want to be very, good very morally guided in like a yes way. they want to have very strong morals and stick to them um yeah so their biggest fear is being bad or being corrupted in some way. Um, mm-hmm. And there's also, there's a sin that's attributed with each Enneagram type. I know we think of like seven sins. Apparently somewhere along the way, there was two that were kind of like lost. <laughs> um, so then there's also a fixation. There's other things too, but the fixation is kind of like, uh, I'm trying to think of how they kind of described it and to put it in my own words, how I've, feel like I think of it is like how mm-hmm. they deal more so with being at like a lower level in stress in to deal with like their sin how they kind of try to deal with that and it's a lot of times the fixation isn't really like it, it most of these seem like it kind of actually works against them until they really notice that and can kind of process mm-hmm. that right so type one's fixation no sin their sin is anger um, which is initially like a lot of these sins is, are, they seem a little odd. So I had to like, really like, um, do some more research and think about them because a one isn't always going to be like the one in screaming matches, fighting people. No. Um, typically, I mean, they could, but they have this like bitterness with things not being right or perfect. Yeah, I was going to say, it seems more like internalized anger. A lot of times it will be internalized, and they get very Mm -hmm. mad with, um, yeah, they'll turn it inward. And sometimes they hold this, like, bitterness with other people for not doing the right thing or not doing things correctly or being perfect. Mm -hmm. And they just, it's like this bitter, like, how could you not do this right? How could I not do this right? What the hell? Like, they get kind of pissed about it. Mm -hmm. Um, Doesn't mean that they're going to go on, like, a full... Thanos kick, <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's that's the 
that's their sin and their fixation is resentment they just hold they are oh. they can they can be a little bitter and don't fuck with the so, one yeah, it yeah they, they hold on to this like you, you just gotta do shit right do They're shit right bitches. and they won't have a, yeah they won't have a problem if you do things right um so their average traits they're always trying not to make a mistake shocking mm-hmm. um they like keeping things internal to maintain like a sense of order they just like things usually will like things kind of like at least internally like organized and, and proper sort of right. and sometimes that can make them seem a little impersonal okay and like i said some of these like average ones that one's was a kind one there's some, they pick out some things, like some issues that each type has, so I'm sorry to everyone who, if you have one of these types and, you, and I'm insulting you. Um, we're gonna they get can insulted. Seem, yeah, yeah, we're gonna get, like, brutalized in ours, yeah. so it's fine. Um, yeah, they can seem a little impersonal because they want everything to be, like, orderly and right, and it's, yeah, it's, it's a little tough. So, uh, generally, they're practical, they're straightforward, they are very responsible and hardworking, um, they can be kind of rigid, and they're very hard on themselves. Occasionally others, but, like, almost undoubtedly hard on themselves. Um, so the careers listed, accountant, editor, architect, you get the idea. Okay, Things need to be okay. right, they need to be correct, and that's just how it is. There's no tolerance for other things. An editor would be, like, they'd be the most nitpicky little editor. <laughs> they're the yeah, editor well, that's what they're I supposed would love. To be. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that's what they're good at. So, I mean, like, they know how, like, to get things... If you want things done right, they are really good at it. They really yeah. are. Um, I, one, I think the one is the only one that I don't have a, like, confirmed one in my life. There's someone who other people think is, but like I said, you shouldn't put that on someone. So I don't have mm-hmm. anyone in my life or a friend or family member who is confirmed to be a one. Um, I just have enough of it in my own self that it's fine yeah but i'm not a one um <laughs> famous ones nelson mandela okay mahatma gandhi uh so to say it <laughs> i knew it i knew yep. it tina fey okay um and then the the fantasy ones ned stark oh <laughs> steve yes, rogers he's- Holy fuck, Ned Stark is such a one. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, and Steve Rogers, of course. And okay. Hermione Granger. Oh my god, yeah, she's a one too. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, like I said, like they can kind of. Sometimes they get on people's nerves because they just want things to be perfect, but they're fucking good at being perfect. <laughs> That's like, it makes so much sense. Like, obviously, if you haven't seen Game of Thrones, I'm sorry, guys, but you get to, this is literally first season material, so please do yourself a favor. Ned Stark, you can see he is very, very guided by his morals. Yeah. He has a view. I know you, we've seen, you've seen the first season. Yeah, yeah, I, I've, I've, I've seen it, yeah. And he is very strict to his morals. He wants to do good, and he wants to be as, like, as good as he can be, even when those people could potentially do him wrong. Yeah, the thing Spoiler, is... Spoiler, like, like, Cersei. yeah. Yeah. The the thing, yeah, a lot of the, the like the fantasy ones, they will like die before caving into someone else's morals or like compromising. That's well, there I mean, you go. they just yeah, so um so my growth recommendation that I, I've taken and put a spin on um for ones is you can't expect immediate change or perfection. True. That's and very just true. Notice that that 
It doesn't mean that you need to stop working for things to be better or right, but it's not going to be instant, and it may not be perfect, and that's okay. It doesn't mean that you have to stop trying or that you've failed, but trying to expect that immediate gratification or the pure perfection is stressful. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Okay, okay. <laughs> Type was- two! One down, two, uh, one down. Ooh, eight, eight, eight to go. go. <laughs> I also do, okay, I don't want to get into the triads too much, but I do think it's an interesting. So there's three, like, I think some people call it, like, the gut, heart, and, like, mind, but there's, like, kind of the main, like, emotion for the mm-hmm. triads, and there's, like, the anger triad, they call it, is eight, nine, and one. So mm-hmm. they're in that one. The shame triad <laughs> is two, three, and four. And uh-huh. then, like, more the anxiety one is five, six, and seven. <laughs> so, we're moving yeah, out of the anger into shame triad right now. And we'll okay. finish back up around on anger, but into the, the first of the um, <laughs> shame mm. types. Shame. <laughs> is type two, the helper or the giver. Um, they really just want to be loved. They want to be worthy Aww. and appreciated. They really... They just, like, need that, or they want it really badly. Everything is about, like, they have to make sure that people appreciate them and, and want them and love them. Mm-hmm. And so that, that that's, the, like, the biggest fear is just being unloved or without people who care for them. They, they need, they want that connection and just, it's, it's terrifying to think that they aren't being appreciated or loved. Um, mm-hmm. I'm, like, pretty sure Apollo is a two. That makes so much sense. Yeah, yeah. he'd be such a two. <laughs> yeah. Um, I have multiple twos in my life that I, are confirmed twos. So their sin, and this one I was like, this was weird. Their sin is pride. Hmm. Which does not initially make sense, right? Right. But it's because they want others to be dependent on their giving. So they want to feel, like... Needed? Needed, yeah. Like, they they are... They have this place of importance in other people's lives and and have, like, that... That's, like, their kind of, like, worthiness. So that can kind of lead them into trouble sometimes. Yeah, so the thing (laughs) is, like... Twos are always... They're always ready to help. Sometimes at the expense of themselves... They will always be there, but it's not, um, and this is more like average, the kind of thing. So I'm not saying if you're a two, then you're just going to be like this, of course, mm-hmm. but it's like helped in, like they want you to need them. <laughs> yeah. And they want, it's not as like a, just it's a like, listen and be here. It's dependency. Yeah. It, it's not. Yeah. It's. Not so much a, I don't want to say it's not unconditional because that just sounds harsh, but it's mm-hmm. not like I'll just listen and be there. It's like, what do I need to do? What are we doing? What can I do for you? Like, you need this from me. Let me go tell you what you need mm-hmm. from me. Like, they are sometimes the ones to tell you what you need. Okay. Okay. So, so they're always there to offer dependent. it. Yeah. But sometimes people feel like it's too intrusive. Oh, okay, that's, okay, okay. That's sometimes. So their fixation is flattery. I, <laughs> I mean, they're going to do what they need to do to get that love. Right. Okay, um, that makes sense. 
Yeah, so the, like the their, the average too, they really want others to have dependence on them. It doesn't mean that they're going to seek codependence wherever they can, mm-hmm. but they seek that feeling of being needed. So they can be a little nosy, a little too involved. Um, they'll often help each other at the expense at the expense of themselves too. Yeah, and it doesn't mean that they don't like just want to help. It's not like they just don't genuinely just want to make a, a difference and want to help people. That's not the case. Like they, pro- most of them probably do. Um, yeah. It's just, it's such a vital part of them that, like, they need that to be a constant. Mm -hmm. So, generally, they are very caring and kind. They're very altruistic. Um, They're usually pretty cooperative. Mm -hmm. They're very supportive. Right. uh, And incredibly loving. Um, So they are, like, good little beans for the most part. Yeah, they are. It's just, (laughs) like, they... It's when that's in danger or they want to, like, seek it out where they can, if they aren't aware of their own habits, sometimes we'll slip into that, like, trying to manipulate it in a way to make sure that it happens. Right. Okay. So, that makes sense. Yeah. And to be honest, I, both of the twos that I know very personally mm-hmm. are not that much like that. So right. maybe it's just because they've done, like, a lot of that work. And like I've said, these average things, I feel like are just people who do not have not done much of any work on themselves so like yeah that's what it sounds like because i mean if you're i don't really know anyone who would like i don't i mean i don't know anyone for sure that's a two i don't think you do oh i do you do yeah is it who i think i don't know female no male yeah (laughs) i feel like i can name drop Okay, no, no, no. Should I name drop? Yeah, name drop. Ryan. Oh, Ryan? Yeah. See, I would never think Ryan to be, like, someone who would want... Like, I see Ryan as, like, a giving person, of course. But I could never, like, see him as someone who would, like, manipulate someone to, like, make them dependent. Right, that's the thing. And I think that that's probably more of a, like, maybe more of, like, a primal kind of like too in a way yeah. like that's their more maybe like the instinct when they don't understand themselves more or they aren't as independent and they really mm-hmm. think that they need that other thing he has done way more on that and does not like we appreciate you ryan <laughs> yeah ryan you've done a lot <laughs> but yeah so they're but the thing is yeah they're always they're just always there and always ready to like help out so yeah um careers nurse doctor volunteering oh, or at a non-profit or like working for a non-profit or something i mean it's like it's what you would think right and of yeah, course they can do what, whatever again i know ryan's not really in that but no from what we've talked about like but that just shows so like you don't need to like follow what it says either like no yeah our friend isn't in that and that's fine he's happy he's content so for the yeah the, the, the thing is <laughs> well, yeah the thing is like it's still about why you're doing things, right? Right. And so the reasoning, I don't want to get into his personal stuff, but the reasoning still lines up. Yeah, um, that makes sense. So as it would for, like, what I'm in right now, it does not fit my type at all. It doesn't at all, but it's still it's still more of a right thing for me than, you know, maybe other things. So famous mm-hmm. twos, Dolly Parton. Ooh! Um, Mother Teresa. Of course. <laughs> Jimmy Carter. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, the presidents are actually, there's like a president on a, on a lot of them. However, mm-hmm. a good chunk of presidents are in the, uh, they're in the anger triad, actually. A lot of eight to nine. Um, Don't like and, that. <laughs> well, the, the thing is, they make good, like, 
diplomats and getting shit kind of done. That's what True. happens when you have anger. Is like the, I don't want to portray <laughs> anger as like we think of done. anger. We think of anger as such a negative thing, but it's what motivates you to get stuff done or change things. That's what anger is. Is you have this like reaction that's telling you no, this is not right. So you do something yeah. different, and that's what those types are kind of. Nine's a little bit complicated, but eight and one, um, although there's a lot of presidents that are nine, which will make sense eventually, but eight and one are that, like, shit needs to change. Um, Wait, hold on. I was just checking something real quick. Do you remember when my parents both did the Enneagram test? Yeah, I don't I remember they were the same thing. Hold on, I'm checking. Yeah, they were were eights, but I didn't. um, But we talked about your dad. True. Because he would be... I he was don't a know nine. Him personally, uh, you said he was an eight. Wait, was he? Because nine. Oh would yeah, make no. More sense. They're both eights. They're both yeah, eights. Yeah, he would. I be... was gonna say my mom's a political figure, so that, that's yeah, why that, I brought it up. That makes sense, and it could be for your dad, but maybe he's just a very mellow eight. You know, he I don't could know. Be. Usually, like my experience from what I've like seen, eights are like the hardest to mistype for a lot of time. <laughs> a lot of times, and. Yeah. Uh, yeah, well, I'll just save that. It's they're interesting. <laughs> um, they're very vital. I mean, all of them are vital, but like they get shit done. Yeah. Uh, but back back to twos, the Sorry. fantasy twos. <laughs> no, you're good. You're good. Fantasy twos. Um, Hagrid. Ooh. Okay. And they're just like the nice characters. They're they're the really yeah. nice ones. So Hagrid, Pam Beasley from The Office. Aww. Um, and Peter Malark from The Hunger Games. <gasps> Oh my god, that makes so much sense. Yeah, <laughs> right? Like, they're <laughs> yeah, just... Yeah. They're sweeties. They are. Um, the growth for the twos. They're uh-huh. gonna hate this. They're gonna hate me for saying this. <laughs> Fill up your own damn cup first. <gasps> You've gotta! You've you gotta. gotta! Okay, you I'm gonna... You gotta fill up your cup to pour it into others. I am kind of of the opinion that, yeah, if you're not at your best, you can help other people. You can. But are you mm-hmm. doing it to the extent that it's going to be the best for you and that person? Or are you giving them, like, sewage water? <laughs> hmm. Hmm. Think about that. Sewage water. Think about that. Okay. Holy shit. I can't believe you did that. <laughs> <sighs> and again, yeah, I made these just helpful for everyone. So, yeah, that was I'm also telling myself. I actually, when I first took the Enneagram when I was younger, I thought I was a two. So. Really? Yeah, I did. Um, I thought I would be either a two. I thought I would be a two. That was the one that, like, made any kind of progress towards six when I was thinking about you, but it just wasn't enough. Like, yeah. not nearly enough. Because um, I don't I don't manipulate people to be dependent on me <laughs> in a negative way. <laughs> I was a little manipulative when I was younger, and um, funnily enough, my Enneagram type moves to two and stress oh so, okay um it it fit but i am not okay. a two uh next up type three the achiever Ooh. we come to our first um of the like action types <laughs> the, like <laughs> do before you think yeah. um another triad thing i said i wasn't going to talk about it but i'll just give a brief thing there and we'll just sit with that so uh-huh. uh we definitely know a three Oh my I'm trying gosh. Kind of think. <laughs> think who it is. It's one of your other gays. Oh, yeah, yeah. I thought it was. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Sorry. Um, so, their main desire is success and having value, maybe being admired, but just mm-hmm. it's really the 
success and what comes with that. And so the fear is failure and being worthless. Um, okay. And I think, uh, again, I just want to say a lot of these desires and fears are things that we all share. It's just what's about really at your core motivating you a good chunk of the time or uh, maybe motivating some of these other fears too. Mm-hmm. So their sin is deceit. Mm. Um, <laughs> and this is uh, from what I've seen a lot because they are not always, it's not that they're just liars in general, but they mm-hmm. maybe lie about feelings, hide feelings or try on different kind of like, I don't know if I want to say try on personalities, but they want to do what they can to make sure that they are viewed as successful. Mm-hmm. So if that means not showing certain aspects or kind of enhancing other ones or maybe repressing emotions or kind of stuff like that, that's yeah. sometimes what they do. And their fixation is vanity. Okay. Um, so they do... They are the ones most stereotypically, at least, in the spotlight that, like, want to be there. and Because it's not, like... I, I want to be, like, maybe they do, like, attention, but it's not just about, like, just, like, I just want attention. It's, like, I need to be viewed as successful, and I want to be mm-hmm. admirable for that, admired for that. Um, and they're the next one in, like, the shame one, so it, it really kind of comes from that place of shame of, like, they do kind of feel a little, mm-hmm. like, uncertain and want that um, admiration to kind of help with that. Hmm. So, um, average levels, there's quite a lot of concern with their image. They're perpetually working towards something to achieve, as in the name Achiever. They want to always be working on something. Yeah. Um, there are some issues with authenticity, um, as they do what they want to be viewed as valuable. Mm -hmm. Um, they're efficient, but do sometimes lose touch with their own feelings. Um. I can see that. Yeah. So some general traits uh they're very charming very charming yes um they're usually <laughs> very busy they like to be doing things and working on things mm-hmm. um incredibly ambitious usually a lot of times very stylish um, yes and the last one i have is confident but that's there's a little caveat there they seem confident usually like All on right. an outside level they do seem like they're just like oh yeah this is me and like take it or leave it bitch Internally, it might not always be like that. <laughs> they just, they want to seem like that more so. Yeah. Um, so the careers, entrepreneur, doing all that mm-hmm. shit themselves. They are working it up. Stylist. Um, oh. <laughs> yeah, this, uh, this is fitting with the one we know. Yes. Uh, and motivational speaker. That's partially okay. my own opinion. And someone said, someone said speaker, but I felt like motivational speaker was good because they are just, they're like, they want to be the face true um famous ones uh oprah winfrey okay makes sense lady gaga um oh my gosh yeah she's very like she's all about like like lady gaga looks like her looks like think about that that's the like stereotypical three stuff bust her ass Uh, yeah she's yeah they're all like very like fierce hard workers and hathaway is the next one Oh, okay, makes sense too. Yeah, um, fantasy ones characters Leslie Nope from Parks and Rec. I don't okay. know if you watched Parks and Rec. Have you? Not. All right. Well, she's a great character. There's some good characters in there. I have one from <laughs> the four from there too. Um, 
Amy March from Little Women. I've never seen that, but oh, okay, okay, that make, that actually makes a lot of sense. I've seen okay. Little Women. I'll take so. I'll take you for it. Um, and then, oh gosh, it's a Game of Thrones one, but uh, Marjorie, Marjorie. Oh, Marjorie Terrell. Terrell, Marjorie Terrell is apparently yes. three. She's ruthless. Oh, okay, in, yeah. Not like in a nasty way, but like. Because she's very charming. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I can see it. She's very charming. They can be sassy. <laughs> oh, she is too, yeah. But she's she wants what she wants, and she will get what she wants. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Uh, okay. The growth for the threes. Um, I had also in that, when, when I learned about the Enneagram, there was a few people there, like employees who were threes and who talked about their things. And so they said it's kind of been a hard thing for them too, but... Uh, get in touch with your feelings and be real with yourself. Mm. If if it's too scary to be real with other people, at least try to be real with yourself. Just start there. Just try and get in touch with, a, with an emotion rather than how you're seeming or what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Maybe a little bit of how you're feeling. Um, and then for the next type, we're going to go on the opposite end of that thing. <laughs> but, you know, it's important to figure like out that. how you're feeling. That was sweet. All right. Here we are, type four. The oh, last I of bet the you're sh- excited. <laughs> kind of. The last of the shame um, triad. Mm-hmm. And so I have um, a very short story. When I first learned of the Enneagram, I was, and much like I am with most personality tests and typing and stuff, I'm like, none of this is actually going to completely cover me and really understand me or really pinpoint mm-hmm. me I'm not going to fit into one of these I just don't fit into anything I don't fit into social groups I don't fit into typings it's not going to happen and I know other people who are like that um and maybe you've gotten to this point and are like yeah, really this yeah they're just not going to pinpoint me I have bad news <laughs> it still means you're special it's okay yeah. but the four is the individualist or the romantic um Aww. The desire is to be real and authentic, to find their identity and have significance. And a lot Mm -hmm. of times that will appear in wanting to be special or unique. Um, And I'm very, very sorry that there's a lot of other people who want to be unique, just like you. (laughs) Um, Yeah. It doesn't mean that we aren't all special. But yeah, type fours, they want to be, they want to have this personal significance. They want to just... It's all about identity and authenticity mm-hmm. so that the big fear is having no identity or significance, not knowing who they are, not meaning anything. Terrifying. Existential yeah. crisis time. Easy. Um, That's literally you. <laughs> it, it is. I'm like, what am I doing with my life? I need to go cry in a little meadow. Um <laughs> there was I forgot who sent the tweet, but it was like I was having a panic ha- attack. So now I so I went for a walk, and now I'm having a panic attack in nature. I love that. I love that. I've seen <laughs> that. That yeah, was that's so good. That was uh, labeled by some people as uh, type four, but I think like any like Abby Enneagram or something on Instagram. Love her. Um, <laughs> the fourth sin is envy. Um, and this. Ooh. I kind of feel like I need to explain each of these sins, but it's not like a, it's at least typically not a material envy of like possessions. It's mm-hmm. more of a quality or personality envy because right. a lot of fours will feel like they're missing something, mm-hmm. um, which is why as their fixation is melancholy. 
It's just this feeling of longing. Hello. <laughs> nice of your phone to say hello. <laughs> Turn that on silent. Silent. Wow, did you really like interrupt me during my four speech? I'm fucking triggered. Um, so, yeah, the, the, yeah, they have melancholy a lot. That's the, the typical, the stereotype for fours is they're always just, like, sad and brooding and, like, sitting in a corner and, <laughs> like, crying, um, which I've done a lot and maybe does happen <laughs> to some, but it's not, like, all-encompassing. It's just that there's this feeling of longing that you're missing something, you're trying to figure out what it is that you are without, um, mm-hmm. and maybe then, and what we think... And I say we with this one because I, I am a four, but I, I was still trying to switch between they and we because I can't speak for everyone. Yeah. But it's like I see in my personal relationships or I see someone just meet them for the first time and I'm like, they seem really happy. What do they have that I don't? Like, what are they doing right? They just have this ability to be happy and I don't have that. I can't just be happy like them. Yeah. I can't just be confident like them. I can't just like function like they do it's just a simplicity like i don't have that luxury like what is wrong with me right um and apparently that's a pretty shared experience among a lot of fours so (laughs) yeah the the average four they fucking went brutal on fours so i added some more positive things at the end because it was just really (laughs) hurtful and i felt attacked i felt attacked speaking of which they often take things personally um, oh, hypersensitive. <laughs> often, like, they will be withdrawn to protect and investigate themselves. They're self-conscious. Mm. They often think that they're flawed. And often, it's weird. Like, some... Sometimes fours are, like, they, they learn about this and, like, wow, some, there's, something actually does, like, understand that there's maybe not... Because there's, like, people who get me. But a lot of times, they're, like, they don't want others to relate or understand them. <laughs> it's they want to be special yeah it's like sometimes that that's the thing is sometimes in that pursuit of being significant or special it will become like terminal uniqueness where they're the thing that's special about me is that i am flawed (laughs) there's something wrong with me that the rest of the world doesn't have and that's like my burden to carry it's my curse Mm -hmm. um so yeah i remember like when i kind of first learned about this and even in the past when i was not in a good headspace i'm like i don't people don't understand me and I don't want them to yeah no I can see that. as uh, someone who's been your friend for a while I can see where that yeah, comes from that's where I, I used to be and occasionally there will be times where I'm still like oh this is a special like thing and no one else gets I'd, it yeah the, but it's not it's not really like I I don't want them to anymore I guess see, it's not a whole lot of emotional work <laughs> that's like the interesting thing to me because I love when someone understands me. Mm-hmm. Which makes I sense for your I love when type. someone gets me. Yeah, yeah, no. It makes me feel good. I'm like, oh my god, someone actually, like, understands what makes me tick, you know? Yeah. So. Yeah, that's that's one of the big differences between us. Because, honestly, like, there are some decent similarities. And because fours just feel things so deeply all the time, mm-hmm. if a four does have anxiety, like me, I think some mm-hmm. people think that they, they do look like sixes <laughs> because it's just <laughs> that heightened anxiety and, like, almost paranoia um yeah so it's just like whatever i feel it's gonna be dialed to 11 um and oh man i keep like thinking of things i want to say and then it's so annoying so that's the end of what they had to say on fours but i added a few things because that was so rude it was just all (laughs) brutal um 
they all, they tend to romanticize things and that couldn't okay. be good or bad. Um, and they're very empathetic. Yes, yeah, like, a little just, hopeless romantic. I'm very, very much a hopeless romantic. And mm-hmm. because fours are very comfortable with like negative topics, Mm-hmm. they are not afraid to see things from different perspectives usually and okay. can be very empathetic because they're very hypersensitive and where other people would there be like a circumstance where someone's sharing something really dark and hurtful and people are mm-hmm. like I don't want to hear about that a four is like tell me more <laughs> <laughs> I like that though no that makes sense yeah so I had to add something positive because they just went in on us they were like um, it's brutal yeah, so the general qualities, quirky or endearing. The thing mm-hmm. is, like, I know it's fashionable to be quirky for a lot of people. The the fours are the, sometimes the ones that are, like, unironically quirky. Like, they just actually are. It's not saying other types yeah. can't be a little quirky. And honestly, I don't think I'm incredibly quirky. I have my quirks. But there are, like, they... You'll see in some of the, like, fantasy characters, or even real ones. Like, they just, they actually are quirky. I remember yeah. the thing I was going to say. Um, so this was something I think that helped me understand, too, that I was a four. is because people will often say, like, as a teenager, you say, like, I don't fit in with anyone. Or I don't yeah. have, like, I don't no have, like, a group. It. Yeah, like, they don't, they don't get that. A lot of people say that, and it won't always be the case. And people are very quick to say, like, oh, you're going to find someone. Like, you'll find that. I'm sure you do fit in. The <laughs> fours are the ones that are like, no, you don't understand. I don't want to. <laughs> I want to be special. <laughs> yeah, like, no, but, like, I, and so people would say that to me, and they're like, oh, I'm sure you don't. I'm like, no, 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 I don't want to have, I don't want to be tied down to one, like, clique. I don't want to be in a clique. I want to go hang out with the jocks, and then go to the cheerleaders, and then go to the nerds, and then hang out with the stoners. Like, I want <laughs> I to that. have them all, and I don't yeah. need to fit into one of them. That's so You're, like, boring. the floater. That's yeah, what, that's what that's I think what... of, like, in high school, like, the person who just floats between all the groups. Yeah, it's so, like, they just, they don't want things that are mundane. They want, the, my, mainstream is fucking disgusting. Which she probably yeah. got a little bit of a hint of when I was talking about my favorites, and I was like, oh, I'm so ashamed that my favorite movies are, like, Endgame and Infinity War. Because it's <laughs> disgusting. It's so basic. We don't want anything basic. It's just, like, so... I mean, I'm not ashamed of my favorite film. <laughs> yeah, but it's just like, uh we want to be interesting to ourselves and to other people. Um, they're also qu- kind of dramatic and expressive. That does not mm-hmm. mean the same thing as wanting drama in their life. It means it's just <laughs> things are just like a lot. And yeah, that's just kind of how they're, they're almost, they can be sometimes like maybe even theatrical or something or poetic. Um, they I are, think you are. I, yeah, I don't always realize it, but when I'm getting like more flamboyant, I'm just like, <sighs> <laughs> Um, I love that. They are very creative. Mm -hmm. um, Very honest. Like, brutally honest about feelings and want the same in return. If you want to piss a four off, try lying to them or, like, putting on a facade with them. It's not going to go well for you. It's really not. I know Um, how to piss Ethan off, guys. Yeah, don't don't (laughs) try it. The thing, like... I've seen some people say that some of the people who are best at, like, seeing through facades are, are, like, just are not gonna, like, you're not really gonna fool as much or manipulate them are fours and sixes. Yeah. Um, Sixes because they're just, like, very paranoid. (laughs) Yes. And they're just, like, prepared for anything. And fours because they just kind of, I guess, like, understand it and are 
kind of predisposed to like knowing that there's something else and like if you try and just be toxically positive and say like life's fine everything's good it's gonna be just fine you're gonna piss a four off um they are often uh i wrote the word melancholic is that word yeah that's a word word? melancholic i didn't say it out loud and i said like it said it in my brain and it sounded wrong melancholic and and wistful they're just like oh what would it be like if i could experience that if only (laughs) i could Grow a pair of demon wings and fly to the moon. Um, hey, what if Mr. Darcy walked across a field for me? <laughs> yeah, it's just, uh, yeah. Um, I think I probably have talked more about fours and other types, which, you know, I am a four, so I apologize. But yeah. onto the careers, artist or musician, I mean. Of course. Uh, yeah, the, the things that are going to be expressive are an author is another. Mm-hmm. Um, and Creative. Yeah, creative, expressive poetic even sometimes um Mm -hmm. and counselor because of that Mm -hmm. empathy and ability to sit through really tough things and yeah i think um another kind of stereotype about fours they're kind of like very sad and can't take a lot because they're hypersensitive and take things personally but the thing is is they're kind of always they're comfortable with that kind of stuff, so the tolerance for, like, emotional pain is actually very high. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, for me personally, a lot of it's been done to myself, like, by myself, but it's made, like, I have... I do react a lot, but, you know, it comes along with the ability to sit in that, so... If you need someone to just talk through some dark shit and just be real with, you go to a four. If you want someone to lift you up, Hell you go yeah. to a seven. Um, if you want both, watch them fight. Uh, <laughs> I love fam- it. Famous fours: Frida Kahlo, okay, Billie Eilish, of course, uh, Amy Winehouse, okay, uh, the fake ones, the fantasy ones, Rapunzel, okay, Luna yeah, Lovegood. I, w- I was gonna say Luna Lovegood. <laughs> I love to be a four. Luna. She's just I like total. She's so quirky and also just so chill with death. When you That's said quirky, peak- I was like Luna Lovegood. Peak four is quirky and chill with death like the idea of death they like dark topics fours and fives love dark topics it's to protect me from the nargles <laughs> the nargles yeah i love and her I'm and then crazy i see them too yeah <laughs> and april ludgate uh from parks and rec okay who, um is played oh my gosh what is her name she's amazing what is her name will you look it up for me april ludgate who's yeah. I don't know why I can't place her name because she's so cool and she is one of the she's like a genuinely very quirky and hilarious person. Aubrey Plaza. Aubrey Plaza. Yes. She She's in some other stuff too. Yeah, she is. She's in a quite a bit, but she's so good. Um growth for fours especially for myself. <sighs> Feelings are important, but they do not encompass your entire being. <laughs> they are not everything. Okay. You just got called out. I called out myself, yeah. Yeah. All right. Hot damn. What was I saying about maybe not having enough? Only <laughs> <laughs> well, four of them. I'm sure I talked too much about the four, but I know the most about it. Type okay. fives, the investigator. Um, they are kind of like a mysterious one for, mm-hmm. I think, from what I've seen, because... They're so closed off. <laughs> yeah. A lot of times. And uh, some people have said, like, they're just... 
they don't identify themselves. It, it just like I, I don't know. It's hard. They're, they're interesting, but they want to be capable and understand the world around them. It's all about being okay. competent and capable. Biggest fear is incompetence, not just not like not having the skills they need, not being what they need to be. Mm -hmm. um, their sin is avarice, the they which is kind of like a need or desire for material wealth and gain. Okay. Or like like hoard their money. <laughs> um, <laughs> and the fixa fixation is stinginess. So they kind of like keep everything that they can and not like not expend everything. And um, they're con they're very withdrawn usually. Mm -hmm. um, keep everything close and in their head a lot. So right. Um, the average traits somewhat detached and distanced from the world. But the thing mm -hmm. is, they're also always trying to understand their environment and the world, but they kind of, like, they will seem kind of detached and distanced. Um, they're more concerned with their understanding of things rather than, like, what's in front of them, the actual reality. Yeah. And they are usually very knowledge-hungry. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. I mean, we both have decently strong five wings. Wings is a yes. topic for a different one, so I think we kind of get it. Um, yeah. So... But, uh, yeah. Wings go on either side of your type, and you can kind of take traits from both of them sometimes, by the way, but that's... There's just so Love much how we there. both have a wing of five. Yeah, that's a big clue that kind of gave me toward six, too, because I'm like, we... I think the reason why this podcast exists is because we have delved into our five wings so much. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I definitely... I don't know how much you've identified with your other one. I definitely have with mine quite mm -hmm. a lot, but it's... This one's usually a little stronger. Mm -hmm. um, general traits kind of aloof and detached very insightful um, innovative they're very curious about things um, in the world and often pretty independent too okay um, so some careers researcher, engineer, analyst which is more in the territory of where I'm kind of interested in actually Right. but I'm not a five. But that's but also interesting for me as well because researching is relating to yeah. historical stuff as well. Mm -hmm. Right. So, um, Famous ones. Shouldn't mm -hmm. be that big of surprises. Albert Einstein. Of course. Emily Dickinson. Oh, love it. <laughs> Bill Gates. Okay. Um, fantasy. Belle from Beauty and the Beast. Alright. Yeah, uh, okay. Fox Mulder from X-Files. Okay. Don't know if you've seen X Files. Probably a lot of people haven't seen it now, but people older than us, <laughs> I think, have. Um, and Sherlock Holmes. That makes sense too. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. the investigator. <laughs> Imagine that. Right. <laughs> um, Imagine. Yeah, I feel like I didn't have a ton on fives. The uh, the thing is, they don't tend to share a lot. <laughs> so nothing wrong with that. No, it's okay. They keep everything. So um, the growth for fives. Mm -hmm. Pay attention to when rumination is actually removing you from the present moment around you. Okay. I like that. Probably good for both of us as well. Yeah, that's what I was just thinking. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe all of these are just kind of like themed around each type's issues, but really just like therapy work for myself. <laughs> Makes sense, honestly. I mean, I think they're all relatable in some way. I think anyone can relate to it, which is good. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right. Here we are, type six. It's all me, baby. <laughs> the skeptic or the loyalist. 
like the let me tell better. you they fucking have an ego about being loyal all of them they love that they're so loyal they're like i'm the loyalist bitch around no I'm one gonna tell you different hoe. golden retriever who <laughs> you're so right though I, when i saw loyalist i'm like skeptic who loyalist they're like so <laughs> proud of it and i i mean like there's no reason you sh- shouldn't be proud of being loyal unless you're just like loyal to the wrong people but like they every six i've talked to would be like they just love how like loyal they are i'm so loyal yeah they're so proud of it so the biggest <laughs> desire is really just like safety and security physically and emotionally um yes. a lot of it like socially they want to be secure and and um that's what i've seen a lot at least uh and read about the fear is being unprepared or without support, unsafe in some way. Mm-hmm. So you can see how this leads to that, like, near constant uh, paranoia. <laughs> maybe not paranoia is a say, strong word, but yeah. I was going to say, like, I feel like a lot of times maybe we're viewed as, like, pessimistic because yeah. we prepare for the worst. I know yes. I'm the type... I like to consider myself a realist more than a pessimist. I literally, that's what it'll say a lot is like people will say a a lot of it has shown, has said like um, that people will take that as like pessimism, but they're just like in their heads, they're just realists. Yeah. No, I'm being realistic about the situation. Yeah. Something could go wrong. So I should be prepared for what could go wrong, but I should also be prepared for what could go right. That way I can't get caught off guard. There's actually another name for the six. Some people said, like, the contrarian. There's a lot of contradictions in the six. <laughs> so, and there's a lot of, like, internal confusion a lot, usually. Yeah. Um, so, their sin is simple. It's fear. No. Uh, it's just fear. And the fixation is cowardice. Mm-hmm. Um, it's scary. We don't want to do it. Let's not do that. Let's not. Let's yeah. back away. Let's go take a bubble bath. Just I, just said that. I just said that shit on you for fun. Bubble bath is a great this. coping skill, honestly. Um, Taking a bubble bath after this just because you said it. <laughs> Go! <laughs> <laughs> uh, Alright, the average six, they went in on sixes as well. It's brutal. Um, anxious, sometimes evasive, can give contradictory signals and messages, partially due to internal confusion. They're often mm-hmm. analyzing, um, overanalyzing, interactions... <laughs> Preparing for issues, working on making their own situation stable and secure. Yeah, that's true. I I can agree with some of that. I think, I don't know, like, I think, honestly, the biggest thing that attracts me to people and generally people I want to interact with are people who just make me feel secure and stable. Yeah, and that seems to be a big trend for Sixes is this, like, close social circle that they've assembled and like have their support system and they're like i got all these buddies they're yeah. my hoes like this is i'm i'm here i'm ready to take on the world i have i have them we are loyal with each other this is like this is how i feel safe yeah i'm also just realizing like how important because loyalty is important to me like i'm loyal um and i consider myself to be very loyal but like the people that i have in my life I feel like at the same time, I expect them to be loyal as well. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I mean, yeah. it's just a big value for sickness. Yeah. Cause if you're not loyal, then I'm like, Oh, like the minute I find out, like someone talks shit behind my back, I'm like, Oh no, I can never trust you again. <laughs> it's <laughs> game <awkward>. over. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, 
Yeah, that's one of the, one of the traits I have. They're loyal. There's often a cr- close group of friends. They they really are. They're usually very proud mm. of it, and that's that's the truth. It's they really are. <laughs> um, <laughs> often suspicious and anxious, mm-hmm. but usually very cooperative. I mean, it can be a little iffy, but generally cooperative. 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 Um, <laughs> Usually organized and responsible. Very responsible, too. So. Yeah. The organized part, organized chaos, maybe. <laughs> well, okay. So it, that's the thing. Like, it can appear in different right. ways. When I when you talk about, like, your schoolwork, though, like, oh, yeah. notion and stuff, like, there's organization. If I look behind you... Don't look behind case. me. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, but, any, like, the important things are organized. Yeah, the important things are organized. Um, careers, banker, lawyer... Um, and then manager, but at, like, a well-established company. Isn't that interesting? (laughs) It is interesting. (laughs) The whole, like, like, startup idea and, like, we're starting from scratch, that's so unstable and uncertain. Mm. Not good six territory. (laughs) Yeah, no. (laughs) But, like, a stable, something, like, stable where there's loyalty and you're just, like, that's six city and we're just five in there. Yeah. No, I think as like a six not to like hammer on too long i definitely think that uh i hammered on way too long so you're good (laughs) yeah no like it's interesting because i can tell like in any of my relationships like i said i look for security and stability i like people who make me feel secure and make me feel stable um i definitely can be a paranoid person not like incredibly so i don't think i'm too paranoid but i think it also comes from a place of like think a lot of sixes want to protect themselves yeah and i think that's where my paranoia falls under but definitely anxiety (laughs) Mm -hmm. and it's hard at times to like ignore those anxious feelings but like you gotta just be like ha that's interesting let's calm down (laughs) yeah we don't don't need to engage with it all the time yeah sometimes it's good other times eh. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you just want to protect that security that you're making, you know, so. Yeah, because it's, it's such a, like, a feeling like you, like, you have a feeling your security can be ripped away, or, mm-hmm. like, your peace of mind. Guys, if you've never had your peace of mind ripped away, let me tell you, it's not fun. I've had my peace of mind ripped away before, and I was quaking. <laughs> 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 oh, my God. And once that happened, I've been anxious about it ever since. <laughs> okay. You'll recover, but it is hard, yeah. And no, it, I instead, recovered. like, yeah, the the trust breaks, the security breaks. It's it's panic for sixes. <laughs> it's like, yeah, the world's falling apart. <laughs> Basically, yeah. yeah. Famous sixes: Princess Diana. Oh, okay. Kristen Stewart. Oh. Malcolm X. Oh. Okay, um, these are some interesting figures. Okay. Yeah, I was. I gave you some interesting ones. It's for you. Uh, <laughs> fantasy ones ron weasley of course yeah he's loyal mm-hmm. for the most ah <laughs> oh, i love that <laughs> and dwight schrute from the office okay i love that mm-hmm. i love that mulan's a six such a baddie. <laughs> <laughs> they can be very like fierce protectors of their like once they have that social circle don't fuck with them. I was about to say also, I will fuck you up. Yeah, that, so, um, it makes sense. My growth for sixes. I'm so sorry. (laughs) Um, 
people probably like you and want good things for you more than you think. So try throwing a little more trust out there. I'm gonna have to fight you after yeah. this. I mean, it doesn't have to be everything, little bits, and just trying, like, little things. But the thing is, I think that sixes think more bad is going to happen than is really going to. I agree and with that. And it can be a good quality be to be prepared, but people are not always out to get you. Right. No, I wholeheartedly agree. I actually think that's great advice because I've been doing that actually as a more recent where I've been a little more trusting and a I little know. more open. <laughs> and it's very scary. Yeah. Very difficult, but it's been working. <laughs> So. I've been exper- experimenting with anger. <laughs> mm. Yeah, you entered your villain era. I did. I actually, t- I, I did what I said I was going to do. I went into my therapist appointment and I said, I've been experiencing or experimenting with anger and I'm in my villain era now. What did what did your therapist say? She just stared at me. <laughs> um, she didn't get hyped for you? No. It's weird. So part of that program is they are not supposed to react or give input. Oh, Which okay, is well. Really weird to move from like traditional therapy into that, but they are not supposed to like do that. So it's like that I'm talking to anxious. a friend about that. Yeah, well, yeah, it does at first for a while, but I've been doing it for a long time now. So yeah, yeah, it'd be like, so I'm just sharing this thing or like this really shitty thing that happens. There's no like, oh, I'm sorry, like, how are you doing okay? They just like, like flat like, face, okay. just like, okay, how do you feel? <laughs> I, I hate that. I just want to be. No, loved. it's it's disorienting, <laughs> but it's actually very very helpful. And we can we'll talk about a different time on the, on the podcast. We don't need to talk right. about my therapy this journey. This is gonna be our longest episode. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I hope you're having a good time. I am. No, I am. Okay. I hope everyone's having a good time. It's so hard because this is just we an intro record. We make a new record each episode, right? Now. <laughs> I know our last mini was like our longest one. Well, Lizzie Borden was very long. Lizzie Borden was long too, but yeah, yeah. this is like that was a good one record. Though. Oh my gosh. Okay, type seven. <laughs> the enthusiast. Yes. Man, they're just out here having a trying to have a good damn time. They live they just wanna have a good time. They wanna be content, they wanna be fulfilled, they wanna buy baby oh like they <laughs> I didn't wanna get copyrighted. Um Yeah. My mom's a seven. Oh, she, she just, seems like such a seven. She just wants to have a good time. Like they really? are so they're always there for a good time. Maybe not we, a long time. A good time. When we visited, she was like, Yeah, let's drink let's have my a good wine, time. guys. <laughs> and, then, and then like one of one of the mutual friends, I don't know if we want to drop his name, but he was oh. he was like, I'm not sure if I should drink like more than wine. I've already drank your wine and my mom's like, Yeah, have some more. It's just like, oh, like have the whole bottle. She's just like, have a good time. <laughs> I love it. I love that. I was like, oh my gosh, what a baddie. <laughs> yeah, if you need to be uplifted or, like, motivated to go do something, like, do something spontaneous, sevens are it. They just yeah. are, like, they are really, and I don't want to be stereotypical here because they can have bad times, too, but, like, they can be rays of sunshine. I love um, that. So the big, their big fear is, like, deprivation of any kind. Emotional and physical pain. I don't mm-hmm. want to deal with it. Or just, like, missing the beauties of life. Like, missing what's around them. They, they hate that idea. When I think of, like, when I... You know the the company where they, on the shirts it just says, like, life is good? Yeah. That's what I think. I think of Sevens every time I see that. It's always, like, That's life fair. is good. Um, they got good vibes. Yeah, they don't want ever to deal with pain, <laughs> which is what that can be one of like the the issues with with sevens. That's like the big, 
um, conflict point between sevens is four and fours. They're both idealists, but fours are totally fine with like sadness and more uncomfortable with happiness. And sevens mm-hmm. are like, get the fuck up and smile. <laughs> um, they're I also more of a just like, let's do, just do, do things. Um, yeah. Their sin is gluttony. <laughs> oh, of course. Um, just want to have a good time. And fixation is planning. So they want to focus on the future and how those desires that they have will be met. How they can make sure, ensure that they will be fulfilled and have, like, happiness. Mm-hmm. Um, so their average seven is pretty uninhibited, acting and saying as they please, what they want, when they want. Yes! Uh, idealistic, usually just doing a lot at any given time. Yeah. Um, there's less focus on what they need and more mm-hmm. what they want. Of course, okay. Um, they're adventurous, and they often keep variety near them, like, available. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, they're spontaneous and versatile. Um, they are often busy, similar to, like, threes and probably eights, too. Those are, like, the action ones. Um, and they can be overextended sometimes because they just want to do everything all at once. Right. Um, they do tend to be pretty optimistic, enthusiastic, um, and impatient. <laughs> <laughs> they want the good things now. <laughs> Yeah. Instant gratification. Um, but they are... I mean, like, every type has their place. So, you know, if someone just tells me to just be happy, that will piss me off. I think the, the biggest... The biggest, like, issue that I've seen people talk about with Sevens is, like, the toxic positivity. Um, oh, okay, yeah, I can see but that. they are also just good at positivity. So, yeah. you know, just... If I'm having a shitty day, all right, I want someone to listen to my shitty day. I don't want someone to tell me, oh, we'll just be happy. Yeah, they tend to have a little bit more of a struggle with, like, recognizing those those bad parts. Like, like, like I was saying earlier, if you want someone to... If you literally just want someone to hear what you're saying and just say, like, I'm having a really shitty day and just listen and be fine with that, four is the way to go. If you want someone to then bring yeah. you up and have a good time, then you go to a seven. Right. <laughs> it's like, go to the floor first, get what you need to get out, get all those feelings out, and then... Go to the seven to hype you up. Yeah, and if you want, man. like, help, you go to two. I mean, there everyone. Or, honestly, uh, just listening and just being there, nines are good at it, too. I will say that. Oh, yeah. Get to them soon. Careers for a seven. A chef. Okay. A travel agent, who's better as a travel agent than ever, someone who loves to travel and knows how to have a good time, right? Hell yeah. Um, or a content creator or, like, host, TV host or something. That like, makes so just, much sense. They're just out here having mm-hmm. a good time. Uh, Famous Sevens, Miley Cyrus. Okay. Jim Carrey. Oh, yes. Conan O'Brien. All right, makes sense. Yeah, I mean, they're just like... They all want to have a I good mean, time. I mean, Miley had her, her, has had her dark phases, so maybe she's just done a little, some emotional work, but, like, they're just... They're kind of a lot, but refreshing. They're there like to a party. Good, a good refreshing. Um, yeah, they're, they're just, they really just want to have a good time. Uh, I don't know if I've said that enough. Fantasy mm-hmm. ones. Peter Pan. Oh, okay, yeah. Uh, Fred and George Weasley. Uh, though mm-hmm. twins don't always have to be the same type, just so happens that these are. Um, mm-hmm. And Moana. Okay. I think I think Fred and George make a lot of sense. What was the first? Peter Pan. Peter Pan's whole thing is, like, he doesn't want to grow up. He yeah. He have fun. <laughs> the, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So that makes sense. Um, and Moana just want to, wanted to experience everything, really. She just wanted just to touch like, the ocean. <laughs> she just wants all the experiences. Um, growth for sevens. If you notice yourself trying to consistently distract yourself, try to take a step back and make some peace with the silence. 
Ooh. Yeah, I know this, this is a tough one. I feel like my mom knows how to do that, though, so it's, it's possible. That's the kind of advice I need to stop procrastinating. Yeah, she's a very she's a chill seven though. She's not a like. A, a, she's pretty chill. One. Like she loves going on vacation, but will spend a good chunk of the time sitting on the beach and just experiencing. But everything that's there. her good time. Well, right, exactly. So she's <laughs> she's kind of a mellow seven, but yeah, that that is the good. She's time. still having a good time. She absolutely is. Yeah. Um, and then there was last night when she showed full seven. <laughs> you were there. I love that. I, oh, my gosh. Oh, my God. I love hearing stories about your mom. She's, and she's just chaos, and I love it. Dude, she came home one night. I'm going to share this because it was funny. And uh. I'll just have a nightmare when my sister listens. Actually, I don't care that she hears this because this is funny because it'll probably happen to her eventually. Uh-huh. I had gotten into, like, my first real, like, relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, well, not, like, official, but, like, I was dating someone, and she just comes yeah. home with a bag full of condoms. <laughs> if my parents did that, I'd been like, huh, you can keep that. I had a whole, <laughs> like, crisis. Um, and she's just like, if you're gonna have a good time, you're gonna do it right. You're gonna, like, <laughs> be safe at least. Hello? You're gonna be safe. I yeah. love that. The, the thing is, like, sevens are still in in the five, six, seven, or in, like, the anxiety one. So they do, like, they are. Yeah. They can be, like, nervous about making sure things are happening, right? But they're like, uh-huh. someone have them. I <laughs> totally remember you telling me this and telling me that she just, like, It's gave saved you on Snapchat when I saw them. <laughs> I, I, it's a memory that I have. <laughs> I love that. I don't think my parents have ever done anything like that. Oh ever. Gosh. Thank God. I would have been like, huh. So <laughs> Interesting. Uh, all right. Here we are, type eights. Mm, this is my parents. <laughs> the challenger, my dad. <laughs> um, and what I think is one of the hardest to mistype, personally. Um, their desire oh. <laughs> is to be in control and protect themselves. Yeah, more so than sixes. More so than, yeah, it is all about, like, protecting themselves and having all the control. Um, Mm -hmm. The biggest fear, being controlled or being harmed or being vulnerable. Mm -hmm. Um, I have an eight friend who literally did not want to admit that she was allergic to something. Because that is weakness. <laughs> that is weakness. And, like, that is not a weakness. That is human. She's like, no, 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 no. I'm fine. I can take it. Like, stop it. Stop. I nothing means I'm weak. <laughs> yeah. Um, and the thing is, generally, they are strong. They are right. some fierce, like, people. Their sin is lust. And this is more for, like, for power and control. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Not so. Sexual yeah. lust. Yeah, not not always that. I mean, I mean, it could it be. Could be. Hey. I don't know, but yeah, it's, <laughs> that's all it's you. The, mm-hmm. Fixation is vengeance. Um, oh, they're gonna they're gonna they got a lust for do. vengeance. They're gonna do what they gotta do. Okay, <laughs> and there's no stopping them. You are not gonna get in their way. You you'll die if you get in their way. Just kidding. Well, it's depends like on the John time Wick. Period. In a way, maybe. Hang on. John Wick. I don't think so entirely, but, like, it kind of gives me that vibe. Um. I don't think he is. I I think he's not. I don't have time for this. No. Keep going. Keep going. Um. (laughs) (laughs) Average eight. Uh, pretty dominant. Proud. They use force to get what they want. They want to be competent. They rarely show vulnerability. They despise weakness. Um. He's an eight. Okay, okay. Nice. (laughs) Um. 
they're working toward like self-sufficiency that's important to them and they often do have high energy and motivation um so this is a note here general traits confident but this is like more so for real <laughs> this isn't like the like the show of confidence like in general again this won't apply to everyone they just are like mm -hmm. they they are who they are and truly take it or leave it or like it's that your loss <laughs> like it's just what it is what it is um they're very protective mm -hmm. a lot of themselves but if you are close with an eight they are fiercely protective of you like they are warriors defenders like oh my gosh shaders um they're blunt they're very blunt they uh -huh. really they usually appreciate honesty and if you are in a lot of times people can be, especially like these days, pretty passive in arguments. Eights do not like that in my experience. <laughs> like, you, they appreciate when someone can go toe to toe with them. And often they, they will get very angry. And sometimes if it think, feels like they're losing a little control, they might get more angry. But if you can be honest with them, sometimes they can really appreciate that. It honestly reminds me when I fight with my parents because I've, um,. <laughs> I mean, I'll talk about this. It doesn't I don't care. Not about, like, what we fought about, but whenever I argue with my parents, it's always a 2v1 first off because parents are units. <laughs> and so imagine a cute little six arguing with two fucking aides. <laughs> Not a good time, no, but... I mean, what? I was agreeing. Oh, yeah, yeah, But, um... So when we argue... I've just, I, I got attitude now. Like, I don't care. And I remember one time I was fighting with, I think, my dad. And he's like, I'm the parent, not you. Or, like, I'm your dad. Don't talk to me that way. And I'm like, I don't really care who you are. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I don't care. I'm gonna, don't talk to me the way you talk to me. It doesn't fucking bother me. I don't give a shit who you are. But, like, that kind of <laughs> shows to me, like, some control aspect, right? Because they're the parent in their yeah, mind they're they, supposed to be in control mm -hmm. but i'm a 21 year old fucking woman i'm gonna say what i want yeah <laughs> and i think a lot of times they will want to feel that at any stage in their life they want they want the control and um it's nah. just they really i've just I, found that sometimes they really can appreciate when intensity is matched they don't necessarily want you to compete for their power like or maybe they do but they don't want any power to be taken away from them or any control right. but they can appreciate when someone's not just like folding over and just like showing weakness. <laughs> right. And I think that's maybe like, see with them, I don't fold with them. I'm, you know, I'm there. I'm present. I'm here for the argument. But I think a lot of times in other arguments, I'm very passive. Mm -hmm. Just like if we're arguing, I tend to be more passive now but I can be more, like, assertive in my argument. It just depends. Um, but, yeah, with them, like, if I don't like the way I'm being talked to, I'll be like, don't talk to me that way. <laughs> like, I don't want to talk to you. And if you're going to talk to me like that, I don't give a shit who you are. <laughs> so. Oh, yeah, they... And this is back into the anger triad, too. So they... <laughs> yeah, yeah. They do... They show it sometimes, and again, I can't speak for all of them, but it seems like they are more comfortable than others to be able to show it, and they mm -hmm. are more comfortable with conflict in general, 
because it's almost right. kind of like a means to an end. Like stuff gets done when there's conflict. Yeah. You need shit to get done, and he's gonna get it fucking done. They're just going to. That's why politicians um, are eights, right? Well, eights and nines depends. Like sometimes, yeah, it, it's yeah. Both. Which is, but they're, yeah, they, they can be both. I mean, they can be others too, but they a lot fall in there. So, careers, just a boss in general. Yeah. <laughs> it's like being the boss. Um, police officer. Um, yeah. And <laughs> an, an agent. Like, you oh. know, like, like in, like in an artist or actor's like agent or something like they're mm-hmm. the ones on the phone like no you're getting this stamp like you are doing this now they get shit done here now they, yeah they uh, that's the thing that they, they get it done that's uh, so ironic like because <laughs> my dad was a police officer and my mom is a politician so it's mm-hmm. just like everything makes sense yeah you can't have like it's these positions where you can't you don't you can't afford to like fold or compromise yeah. on on things, or like in politicians, you can, but like you're sticking to a majority of the thing is like sticking to what you're believing in and what you're doing to protect yourself and other people, and right. they're just they're going to stick to it. Um, famous eights, Serena Williams, mm-hmm. and you know, these are just like they're powerful powerful personalities, right? Um, so Serena, uh, Martin Luther King Jr., oh, of course, uh, Winston Churchill, I believe it, and and then. Uh, fantasy ones characters Katniss Everdeen okay and also I want to say like a lot of times especially in um, fantasy and stuff too and from what I've seen in real life they just poke things <laughs> like yeah they poke the bear they're the ones to poke the bear sometimes just mm-hmm. to like to test things and see what happens because they're not as afraid of conflict so they'll just kind of do things they're not supposed to sometimes oh I also wanted to ask, I know we're not talking about wings, but they can also have a wing of nine, right? Which yeah, absolutely. That's nine, more of like the, of a, um... Nine's the peacekeeper, kind of. Yeah, nine is the peacekeeper, yeah. So they so. could be, like, a challenger, but also be more peaceful. That's more of the, like, politician, diplomat kind of area where okay. more eights would be. Wing seven is typically more fiery, um... So I love uh, how they're like the seven and nine are like completely different from the eight in a way. I mean, they kind of are, but the thing is, like, there's that like action and go do it of the seven, and nines yeah. do actually have. They do have more anger than they will probably ever admit. Right. To, like a lot of people, it's just it's more passive aggressive, and <laughs> like they don't want to do anything about it a lot of times. Yeah, um, they just want to piss someone off a little bit with it they they just they don't want there to actually be any conflict because that's too scary but they're just like annoyed with how it is sometimes but they don't really want to acknowledge that because they just want to be at peace but we'll get that to, that in a minute the other the other fantasy ones um merida oh, yeah. Yeah. if you had the chance to change your fate would you, would you? <laughs> <laughs> um and esmeralda from hunchback from notre dame i can see Notre-Dame. that yeah. um my growth for eights it's okay to be vulnerable and to have weakness. People will still value you, and so can you. I love that. Admit you have an allergy. It's okay. It's okay to have an allergy. If you need to go to the doctor because you have a wound, it's okay. If Do you you're need sad, an it's okay. <laughs> Don't die so that you can prove you are strong. Right. Uh, last type. Holy shit. <laughs> type nine. The mm. peacemaker. Yeah, we, I, have I think been, we know a nine. Well, I know multiple. I know quite a few. I we have a mutual friend that's a nine. We do. Yeah, my sister is a nine. 
Mm -hmm. Um, I have, like, three other friends that are nines. Um, I have been told that nine is the most common. Okay. Um, my sister did not like that. Did not like (laughs) hearing that. She's very quirky, actually. Um, like, unironically, she's one of those quirky girls that's not, like, just trying to say, like, I'm quirky. Like, she's just fun. Um, Yeah. But... The thing is, I want to say this about nines, because I also, I don't know officially what's the most common, but people say, like, nine is kind of, like, OG, like, human, sort of, what we, uh, and I don't want that to sound like it's not as interesting. Um, Mm -hmm. And also, like, the polls, any polls that, like, Trudy does on, like, what's the most common, I personally don't really take as fact, because you're probably getting, like bias based on who you're polling and interviewing and like you take like fives like they're probably not going to be out there really like giving oh my all God. that information yes we're the that. most common <laughs> yeah whereas like some of the other ones are want like more validation or something so um yeah. but my take if nines are the most common is that we just need a lot of nines in life right. we do i mean they are important <laughs> for people because uh, they're called the peacemaker their desire is to have peace in their environment and inner stability and their fear is like loss or separation due to like oftentimes due to conflict or something but um that's how it appears a lot of times but it's really just about losing the connections or separation from everything and and not having that like stability and peace right Um, so they want things to go well and they want to work with things and make sure things are going smoothly and change can be a little scary because they want things to be nice and we need a lot of people like that because can you imagine okay imagine if the world was like entirely sixes (laughs) imagine if it was entirely fours imagine if it was entirely eights like it would not be a fun world yeah but like uh, i mean that can be the case for any of the types it would be really really imbalanced but i think you know we probably do need a lot of nines because they're good at mediating and being kind of chill and they're just yeah they they really they keep peace usually um their sin is sloth and i want to say it's not necessarily that they're lazy but they don't really want to change things and risk conflict coming from that right that Um, makes sense so it's not like they're just choosing not to do things because i don't want to do things i don't think it's just like if it's perfectly peaceful to just chill here why not? Right. Um, the fixation is indolence, which is just, you know, there's forms of avoidance. Mm-hmm. They don't. They just, if something is stressful or scary, that's just not, that's just not. Right. No, Let's not fair. do that. We don't have to do that. Uh, the average nine, I think they were also a little brutal to nine. Maybe not quite <laughs> as much as fours and six, but they can seem kind of indifferent and not wanting to, like, draw attention to themselves sometimes they prefer stable comforts rather than change they shy Mm -hmm. away from conflict accommodating other people's wishes um usually appearing calm sometimes they can seem inattentive and i don't i don't think that's necessarily because they don't care it's just Mm -hmm. they're chilled out and try to be like mellow and trying to have inner peace yeah that doesn't mean that they can't be really anxious i mean i know some that the plenty are but they want that like just stable peace and like they want to be zened out i think (laughs) yeah um so i know my sister has shared a lot about her like brain like kind of going nuts sometimes which is just like i just can't sleep i just can't so it doesn't mean that they always are like that sometimes they can be very anxious but 
I think they a lot of times want there to be chill, sort of. Um, so they will seem pretty mellow and collected. They're very accepting and receptive to like new ideas. They're agreeable. Um, they can be kind of complacent and stubborn. Mm-hmm. That's that's the thing. Like they are peacemakers and want to do what everyone to like make sure everyone's happy, but they can be very stubborn. And okay. they could be passive aggressive sometimes too. Um, especially if it's like trying to do something different. Like no 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 no. So yeah. you don't wanna do that. My sister's very stubborn. Sorry. Um, <laughs> we're all stubborn in this family to be honest. But yeah. Um she also I think she has a stronger eight wing, so she leans into that and <laughs> That's fair. But um they're good mediators usually. So some careers a teacher, a yoga instructor, a social worker. Um just keeping like good environments and doing nice things and mm-hmm. um helping people figure stuff out and being very they're very like accepting generally and I don't know, they like it's hard it can be hard sometimes to have a lot of issues with nines <laughs> unless they're really doing something really wrong because they're just they're, they're just their most there. toxic self, I could see it. But like yeah. that's you gotta be, like, fucking toxic. Yeah, yeah. Um, famous nines. Barack mm-hmm. Obama. Okay. Queen Elizabeth II. Ooh. Um, and Ariana Grande is, actually. Oh, okay. Um, fantasy characters. Luke Skywalker. Yeah, he's totally a fucking nine. <laughs> uh, Dorothy Gale. Yeah, she Javaz. is, too. Um, and Pocahontas. Also, I believe Queen Elizabeth I was also a nine. Oh, there you go. Sure. I don't just, know. Just looked that up. So. Yeah, they are generally good, like, diplomats and politicians sometimes. And so, yeah, they use those skills that they have. So, um, my growth for nines. Take mm-hmm. some time to consider your desires from your position in life and relationships. And think about if they are meeting what you want what you want and desire. Yeah. Say it one more time to all my nines. What you want. What do you (laughs) want? Yes. We want you to be happy too. Okay. Of course. Always. Whew. That was a lot. (laughs) I'm sorry. That was, this is our longest episode. I've actually really enjoyed it though. Um, I hope so. That was a lot. I, I have so much more. <laughs> I know, there's so much more. There's so much we haven't talked about. <sighs> I'm tired though. Me too. Me too, honestly. <laughs> How are you feeling uh overall? <sighs> I feel so good. I'm so good. happy I finally got to do this. And I'm I, happy I just too. wanna be a I wanna be an Enneagram teacher. I gotta see what I gotta do to get that done because that feels like a thing I should do. I think when we talk about like the Enneagram and stuff like that, obviously when we're talking about our own types, I think it provides, like, an insight for y'all, like, because you get to learn a little more about us and, like, what drives us and why Mm -hmm. we are the way we are. It's a personal thing. Yeah, no, it is. And, I mean, like, I feel like I talk some shit on sixes a little bit. Like, I don't think we're bad. I like being a six. I... Because I know I'm loyal, so... <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's issues that every type has, and then there's strengths. And, mm-hmm. like, I know I talked a lot about fours, and the thing is, they can be very moody little, like, <laughs> angsty teenagers. <laughs> but 
the opposite can be true too. So I think it's just like weird issues. when you like call yourself out a little, you know? Yeah, it is. Um, cause it's like, I didn't need to that much cause the sites already did it. Right. Are, but it's fine. When I like call myself like out for being anxious, I'm like, Oh, I feel bad doing it and saying it to you. Really? <laughs> yeah. Cause I'm like, I, I know this. She knows I know this, but at least I can just say it about a general population, not just say, Hey, you're anxious as if you didn't know, but I'm anxious too. So it's not as, you know, like you can, you can make comments about a group that you are part of. Right. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> Hey, I see, I know I'm anxious and I understand it's a weakness and it can also be a strength. I don't think it's completely a weakness. I think, uh, yeah, my I fight mean, or flight can save me. They're going to be unprepared. That's the thing. So. Oh, I was going to say one thing earlier. You mentioned how, like, um, sixes and I think another were not very, like, not necessarily, like, trusting, per se, right? About <coughs> when me. I was saying, like, seeing through things. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So. Four, I th- from what I've seen, like, fours are, I think, the, like, one of the top ones are doing that like they just i mean they're all about authenticity so you try and do something else they have enough emotional intelligence to usually re- recognize that you're n- kind of full of shit but sixes yeah. kind of are too because they're generally prepared for things and have thought out every scenario so it's like fours and sixes are both good at that what i was gonna say about that was two. um like a good example of that for me at least i remember i was watching a film last night and it was a character that just came in like long lost father type, you know, and everything is good. Everything's great. And the first thing I say um, to the person I'm watching this film with, I don't trust them. They have bad intent. Mm-hmm. And I, that made me really think about it. And it, they did have bad intent in the end, I guess, not telling you what film, but like they did have bad intent, but it's interesting to think about because like obviously it's a film films are normally relatively predictable in ways but it kind of shows like you have that little compass that guides you a little bit like we as people do and yeah while that may be a film and it could be predictable and like the sense like that's a trope i was like yeah no no this ain't it <laughs> i got vibes that ain't it yeah and i do feel that with people sometimes as well like i'll meet people and be like hmm there's something off and I don't like it. Yeah, that's, that's, I mean, it can be a good quality to have and it also can be like, that's the thing is sixes, mm-hmm. I think, will just think bad about anything. Well, it's <laughs> like, just at, at one like, point or another, suspicious. Yeah, at one point or another, whenever there's something like new, they're like, there's, I'm pressing X to doubt. And then you have to figure out, like, if this is like a real feeling, like there's something off here because they are good at, at that too. Or when you're just mm-hmm. always thinking, like, what's off something's wrong something's wrong and sometimes right. it's not and you can recognize that and sometimes you're just like a little um vigilant about it but they are still good at that yeah. and i know like i personally will like shut things down a little bit in my brain be like yeah no this is just something else entirely like no <laughs> even you know like it's interesting sometimes how that works but it's like just to be sure you will be like oh, no, this person didn't mean what they said here. Like, it could be completely blatant and, like, completely there. And you could be like, oh, well, that's great that they said that, but, like, is that entirely true? So there's, like, that (laughs) sus part of your mind that's like, I don't really know. Um, But that's, like, on a really bad day, I'll be, like, super doubtful. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Yeah. All the... 
some I'm, reassurance is needed, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm most familiar with fours and sixes because we've talked about it enough and I've done them more, so I can talk mm-hmm. for a while about those, but all the types have their kind of things that they struggle with. I mean, probably nines, too, I'm pretty yeah. familiar with. I mean, uh, everyone struggles with something, so. Yeah, yeah, and you might have uh, some of the struggles that a different type has, too, and that's okay. I mean, I, to be honest, I have plenty of the ones that sixes do, so. Right, I have and struggles... Ones as well like the other the other um i was gonna say signs they're not signs they're not i have almost said it a few times i might have at some point i don't know but Uh, but i can't like name any off the top of my head but do you have any more you want to say no i'm exhausted okay yeah i don't want to make this go to two hours so (laughs) (laughs) uh thank you all for tuning uh in for this week's episode make sure you turn in next week when it's my turn okay bye bye